0: Thank <laughs> you. And
1: welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater and Mike the um Mike the Mariner. Yeah, that's who he is. He might be the fishing uh tournament reporter uh today here as we uh as he grounds out the crew for the world of boating. Because he is at a fishing tournament there, uh right there at the docks in uh Sanford, Florida. And they're having a uh bass and crappy fishing tournament. Is that right, Mike? What is that?
2: That is correct. Yes okay. it's the hook tournament and uh it's kind of uh, tied to a, to a full festival that's going on in Sanford this uh, weekend It's a tournament that started at 7 a.m. this morning Weigh-in is starting right about now So it's a mad rush All the bass boats are coming in Fishing boats coming in And then uh, there's a seafood festival uh, all the way till 6 o'clock this evening Okay, downtown. so they're
1: catching the fish and then they're going to eat them it sounds like.
3: <laughs> why uh, okay. would you want to? Eat, why would you want to eat crappy bass? I don't understand this.
2: <laughs> it's not crappy bass. It's crappie and bass.
1: Crappie, no. crappie. <laughs> yeah, you know, tomato, tomato. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, uh, but crappie are, are supposedly a pretty good pan-frying fish. It's a southern uh, delicacy. When you talk to a lot yes, of fishermen. It's a- yeah,
2: yeah, it's a perch. It's like, it's a speckled perch.
1: Right. So they, they eat them. The I don't think they eat the bass, though. Really, do they? Don't in that catch and release, or is it? I don't know.
2: Well, the, this tournament is catch and release for everything. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but but you can eat bass. I've eaten bass many times, and, yeah. and uh, it's it's a very good fish.
1: Yeah. Wait, wait, Barry, have you eaten
3: bass? I don't recall the the closest freshwater fish I've ever eaten is um what do you call that stuff? The uh, catfish
1: catfish you're a catfish catfish eater okay catfish
3: but i don't think i've ever had bass or I haven't had crappy bass either.
1: Yeah, I mean, mostly uh, I think uh, you know, especially the bass tournaments, it's catch and release. Those are just good. Yeah, catch and these fish. are all fish. You yeah, know?
2: they they had the fish have to be alive uh, and released for for it to count.
1: Got it. So, and you're at the docks so, at the weigh-in station because there's a couple people in the tournament that you knew know the, that are friends of yours, and you're so yeah. you're, you're there to like put your thumb on the scale when they do their weigh-in or what?
2: I've got some lead shot in my pocket. I'm going to throw well, it. In the- <laughs> wait a minute
3: if they're alive couldn't they keep feeding them you know bait while they're coming back in and
4: kind of stuff them up a little bit oh, okay well, no, no, no they, berries they dis-
1: tricks yeah
4: they dissect them at the scale check the stomach contents and they sew them back up and then release oh, them and then <laughs> okay. release them.
3: Okay. all right
1: frankenfish
2: a really
3: yeah with, with a, a script, you know, take two aspirin in the morning. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Barry seemed to know a lot about uh, different ways to increase your weight. Uh, you know, uh, fattening them up uh, on their way back to the dock, I guess, was a new one. But you had mentioned lead shot there before we actually started the, the show where what you slip it in their mouth when they're not looking. Is that what you do, Barry? D-
3: those are the stories that I have been told. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Since I don't freshwater fish, uh, I wouldn't know.
1: Check all the mouths of your competitors, there, uh, Mike. Is my my advice to you? uh, uh, How many many, uh, fishermen you figure are in this tournament in Sanford, Florida?
2: There's a a, there are 180 boats in this tournament. Wow,
1: that's a lot of. But it's a big big you know lake. So I mean, do they look kind of jumbled up out there, or is there plenty of space for everyone?
2: Uh, well, actually, plenty of space because the tournament uh, boundaries are Lake Harney all the way up to Hontoon Island, so that's yeah. about a forty-mile stretch of river. Yeah, uh, Lake Monroe is just the center point for that for, for the tournament, so that's where they're doing the weigh-ins here I in gotcha. Mount Sanford.
1: Okay, I'll tell you, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of these fishing tournaments, and and the fish fishermen obviously, is, this is a high-dollar competition, and they get very competitive, and when they're out there, you know, uh, trying to score their fish for the day or, you know, uh, as many as they're supposed to get or size or whatever, they're very territorial when they're cruising and, uh, you know, motoring around the banks and the seagrass areas for these uh, bass in particular, and and it's almost like road rage sometimes it breaks out. There's (laughs) YouTube videos of this stuff out there. Have you seen yeah.
2: there's a lot of science involved in fact, uh, many of the teams that are serious teams that that move around uh, you know the money tournaments yeah uh, they go they, they go practice during the week and find where the fish are based right. on temperature and depth and currents and all those factors. And once they find them, then they, you know, they just mark them on their GPS, and then during the tournament, they go right back to those spots where they found the action.
4: Right. And in no way, shape, or form do they seed those areas with any type of bait or um, catch fish ahead of time and keep them in a container stored in those areas. Because (laughs) they don't do that. Well,
2: the interesting thing is, this tournament requires a lie detector test for the top three teams in each category. You're not joking. They they really do. Oh. Wow, uh, yeah, this is real. It's not admissible they're in court. Um,
1: <laughs> but it is in a fishing tournament, Barry. Come on.
3: But you know it's these
2: admissible people, in a fishing tournament.
3: Yeah, yes. they they um they are uh, also decked out with a lot of sponsors on these boats. You ever seen how fast they go on these lakes? They are hauling butt. They mm-hmm. got a yeah. big engine on a little flat
2: boat. Right. Yeah, my friend's my friend Nathan's boat does 81 miles an hour and <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, and, and they're
3: skimming and, the water.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and it's really important because, you know, if you're really close to what you think is going to be a tournament-winning poundage, you know, catch, Mm -hmm. uh, you want to be on the water as long as you can, and getting back, you know, you have to be back at the dock at the appointed time. If you're a second late, you're disqualified, so... That, that speed gives you the ability to fish longer, and that's why those yeah. boats are so... Are, well, they're, what is they're, the, and, of uh, course, they're,
4: they're abiding by the posted speed limits on the lakes and oh, sure the river, and, the, and abiding by the no-wake zones, manatee zones, all of that. I'm yeah,
1: absolutely positive. Are. Yeah, they right? have to. <laughs> it's the law, Patrick.
4: So it's like it's I-4
1: during the day, right? Yeah.
2: Well, at 81 miles an hour, they're not creating
1: yeah, well, true. So what what is the prize money up for grabs? Market. Do you even know what uh, first place is going to haul in uh, dollars Yeah,
2: no, I don't know what the first place, uh, but the purse is over ten thousand dollars. Nice.
3: Well, then it's not a scuba radio guitar, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, because no. those are worth way more. <laughs> yeah, as you can see on Facebook Live and YouTube and Twitch, it's in the background. Look that that thing right there. Uh, it, it's really a piece of art. It's it's priceless. It, it'll make a good O, yeah, uh, or that could be one of the prizes in, the, in a fishing tournament. Uh, we would get absolutely zero entries if we put that up for grabs. <laughs> but uh, but that's not the point. The point is, you know, they're fishermen. They got to keep them in line. They got to watch them because you know, fishermen, they eh, have a tend. Uh, you know, there, there's that uh, whole tendency to stretch the truth just a little bit. So they got to watch them. That's pretty wild that they make them take uh, light detector tests for the top three
2: positions. Yeah, Yeah. and each in each category.
1: Yeah, wow. But it's a lot of uh, money up for grabs. So I mean, I understand they want to keep everybody as honest as they possibly can, and that's one way to uh, try to do it, I guess. And then, Mm -hmm. but but you know that road rage or water rage. I've seen it. Like you said, people go out during the week. They mark their, their spots, their GPS spots where they think is going to be perfect for the tournament. And then uh, they go there first thing in the morning and maybe someone else will be close to them. But, boy, they get very territorial. And if they start trolling around and someone kind of sneaks up behind them, I've seen this whole thing. And it's it's like they, they get really irritated and mm-hmm. uh, start yelling at each other and like, hey, you don't own this lake. And, you know, that kind of thing. So it's uh, it's fun. Um, it, it, it's fun uh, video to watch. It's almost as fun as as being at the docks and watching them, you know, pull the boats in and out. But you're not yeah, seeing my, any my, uh, uh, seeing any mishaps because these are all pro uh, fishing boat guys or bass fishing guys. So well, they're, they're not there, having issues, right?
2: There are pros in the tournament, but most most of them are not pros. There's probably yeah. I don't know twenty twenty pro boats. And well, we what have you have to
3: do is uh, videotape one of them as they bring the boat and uh, put it back on the trailer. How well fast that's what I can get it
2: done.
1: I'm saying is, well, is there a lot of uh, you know boat ramp uh, follies going on today then, or is it, it pretty tame?
2: I, I haven't seen any. In fact, this guy right here that I have uh, that you could probably see on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live. Yeah. When he pulled in, his trailer was in the water for about ten seconds. Yeah. He got that boat up on the trailer and off he went. You oh, it, it, see that. that, really that know how to,
4: That should be part of the contest is to make to the weigh-in, you got to recover your boat on the trailer and then drive the truck and trailer to the scale. Well, Mm -hmm. no, they weigh in while
3: they're on the way. No, no. Wait, wait. If they're weighing in in one area, that means that area is full of fish right now.
1: Um, (laughs)
3: What? Well, (laughs) yeah, because that's where they're (laughs) releasing. They're not driving all – they're not – boating all the way back out to release them, they're going to weigh them at that spot and then drop them in the water.
4: Oh, no, they they tag them, GPS, they know where they were found, and part of the uh, rules are they have to be returned to where they were uh, caught.
1: Incorrect. But you are speaking like a uh, fisherman right now, Patrick, so he's just trying to I just passed my lie
4: detector test.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As long as you lie, you're a true fisherman, I think, is is what uh, you're trying to say. See,
4: because Barry got me this uh, handy-dandy board of boating uh, lie detector.
1: Okay. yeah. If you're lying, you're a fisherman. There you go. That's one in the same. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the watch. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Kids love to dress like pirates. The murderers and rapists that pirates were. <laughs>
4: It's adorable! Being a pirate is all fun and games
3: Till somebody loses an eye It hurts like it blazes It makes you pull faces But you can't let your mates see you cry A fancy black patch will cover the hatch
2: Making sure the soccer stays dry Being a pirate is all fun and games Till somebody loses an eye It's so hard of being a pirate A pirate, a pirate You can't be a pirate
1: is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick barry the boater mike the mariner rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and uh instruct you how to properly uh, be a pirate you can't uh, be missing any parts oh evidently. greggy
3: on a stick needs a patch so i got him a pirate you patch. can see
1: this on youtube uh facebook live and twitch and we apologize in advance so uh we are legally covered All right, uh, other boating news and information other than the tournament that Mike the Mariner is at, if he actually gets to where they're doing a weigh-in, we may have to uh, break in and and cover this. Is that happening as we speak there, Mike, or are you looking for him right now? Because I see you're walking the docks. Is that?
2: They're trickling in right now. I'm heading towards the weigh-in area as we speak.
1: Okay, when you get to one, uh, just interrupt Patrick uh, because it'll trump whatever he's talking about because we want to capture this when you put your thumb on the scale and try to help your friends win. That's how fishermen roll, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Patrick.
2: I don't care about that. No, I didn't freaking do the best.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You better mute the mute the mic there too, Mike, because uh, he's in a crowd of people, and these fishermen have a tendency not only to lie but to swear a little bit more than they're supposed to on the radio. So we got to keep that in check. Uh, Patrick, take it. You got it, man.
4: All right. So if you recall. Towards the end of last year, we were asked to pick who we thought, or what boat we thought, was going to be named by Boating Magazine as the 2021 Boat of the Year. And I am happy to report that that list still has not come out.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, thanks no, for the no, tease. A- Actually, a- actually yeah. it has come
4: out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a little swerve there. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, we were all wrong. Oh, no. Yep. Although, the one that won it was my number two pick. Because I went deep into the field. You guys just went with, you know, oh, this is the one that we think. And, of course, Mike and Greg and I all picked the same boat. And Barry was a standalone, of course. Uh, the end of 2020, Barry picked the uh, correct boat. This year's Boat of the Year is the Ingenity Nautique GS22E, which is their all-electric wakeboard boat. Ah. Uh. It's a wakeboard. How long will boat. that thing, yeah, how long
3: will it run on pow-
1: on batteries?
3: Okay, so.
1: Well, it'll float for a, an eternity.
3: <laughs> yeah, it'll float for an eternity. I'm just wondering because a wakeboard requires a lot of power
1: to make a wake, doesn't it? Right, but uh, to float, it, it uses zero power. So, Well, what you, know.
4: what you have to remember about wakeboarding is most people aren't going out for three hours, four hours, five hours wakeboarding, because it just, it it beats on you after a while. I mean, it's fun, but really after, you know, 30 minutes or so of an individual rider, you're pretty well done. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, it, this is, it's a niche boat in that it's a use-specific boat, although boating, of course, you can go out and cruise in it, but it is designed for uh, water sports.
1: Wow, wait, uh-oh. hold up, hold up. Mike the Mariner just held up some uh, fish. Are they weighing them right there at the uh, marina? I got to interrupt because uh, you're too, are two those your friends that just held oh, up, up those bass.
2: No, no, uh, uh, these are just uh, guys I saw come in. Yeah, and, uh, they just weighed in, and they are now releasing the bass as we speak into the yeah. water How in the that?
3: in that area. So a good fisherman would be out there with his rod <laughs> catching all these fish right now.
2: <laughs> uh, well, He's stocking it would be, uh, up.
1: Good point. I don't know what what keeps you from doing that. We
2: did pretty good. We had a good start in the morning. We caught that big one about eight pounds, and the other close to five pounder. Within about an hour or two after it, it was tough. Other than those two big bites, we struggled to even have a limit.
4: And. You know, that second big one came off in the net. So we were just lucky to really?
1: We had. Let's see. There's three, that, that, there's three guys there's behind them, Mike. There's three guys behind those guys that just went uh, look like they're. Look, Look, I think they're dropping a line right in the water right now doing what Barry said. How about that? Thanks yep, up, sir. Okay. Yeah. So right. <laughs> <laughs> these fishermen, they're sly. It doesn't take much. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. We heard Barry the boater. So we catch no, those that guys other first. boat's
2: uh, no, that other boat's arriving for the weigh-in too. He oh, was okay. not tossing in a line. Okay, <laughs>
3: yeah. they should. Right. Okay. I mean, there's nothing to say. You, I mean, those fish must be tired and hungry. So all yeah. you got to do is sit out there on your boat right now with a line <laughs> and start
2: catching. Yeah, there you well, go. Well, I don't know if you saw the first uh, when when I first started. Uh, yeah, putting them on camera. If you if you saw the size of the first, their their largest yeah. fish was about ten pounds.
1: Yeah, he said eight eight plus. So yeah. that was a, yeah. a monster fish. Looked like to me. So that was impressive. All right. So it's going to be a little disjointed sometimes if we see uh, Mike come across some of the teams there at the tournament. We might have to break up things a little bit, uh, Patrick. So I appreciate you uh, being a little flexible. So let's- I,
4: I am not flexible. I am
1: fuming right now. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, so it's a typical World of Boating Radio show. <laughs> So we'll just have to uh, keep, with the, keep the flow going. Sorry, right, but uh, he's walking the dock, so it could happen again. But, but the wakeboard that won, you know, well, I, I'm confused. Well, well, How does an on. electric if, if wakeboard if, win if, the if boat you, of the if, year?
4: Hold on. If you and Mike are going to interrupt me every time that there's a way in, I'm going to have to restart the segment
1: no you don't i just i just did that i just said <laughs> what you were saying okay. was the boat of the year was the was an electric wakeboard how is that uh i don't get it how is it's electric it's electric but and it's a wakeboard it, boat it's a wakeboard boat so the, so yeah. it's not well a wakeboard. it's a wake,
4: it's a wake sport boat so anyway okay the, gotcha. the, the the nautique Ingenity uh is boating magazines 2021 boat of the year now the uh Ingenity a little more detail on this one it's in Equipped with the Ingenity electric motor, which turns a prop through a 2 to 8 Ford, uh, 2.84 to 1 gear ratio and is fueled, in quotation marks, by a 124-kilowatt battery, uh, the GS-22 boasts up to three hours of typical water sports use on full charge. Hmm. So, as they note, um, you know, for three hours might not seem like a lot. um it's, it's really more than enough um, if you're using it for water sports because, again, your typical rider um, and your typical family, um, you're going to get plenty of use before you, you're, you're going to be kind of worn out and heading back to the dock. Right.
1: Makes um, sense. That makes sense. Now, Maybe they ought to uh, work some of these boats into the fishing tournament. Have like a built-in uh, expiration time because, hey, you're going to be out of juice. So you fish till you run out of power. How about that?
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
1: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, bury the boat around and out the crew. All right, so the 2021 Boat of the Year has finally been announced. That's according to Boating Magazine. Is that right, Patrick, or who was it? That
4: That would be correct. It okay. is the Ingenuity Nautique uh, GS20, boat. GS-22E, mm-hmm. and there is a GS-22, which is the gas-powered uh, version of that same boat. The big difference is in weight. So, the gas version weighs in at four thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds dry weight, which is a which is a considerable amount for a for a wakeboard boat, and that's without any ballast. Any idea what the electric boat weighs in at? More. Uh, wait, wait, no. Before you, you say are more. the worst at guessing. <laughs> what what
3: what kind of batteries are they using? It doesn't matter. Heavy ones. Sure. The, the weight. No, lead acid batteries are much heavier than lithium ion.
1: Okay. Well, no. So uh, I'm going to say less. You're going to say it weighs less.
3: I'm going to say it weighs less than the right. gas power.
1: Uh, Barry, that's a uh, kind of a dopey answer because All you, right. you have you have batteries that you have to add to an electric boat. It has to be heavier.
4: Uh, Barry, yeah. why are you making Greg look smart on today? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why
3: are you it's doing what he this does. to me? It's he cut me. What he he does. Cut me his annual dividend check of fifty-seven
4: <laughs> cents, fifty-nine hundred pounds. Wow, Whoa.
1: that's, that's a, a heavy boat. That's going to that, That'll a lot make of water. a big wake, yeah. won't it? Well, that's yeah, the maybe. thing with
4: a wakeboard boat. You're really not. You're really not lamenting the fact that it weighs more because you do want that displacement to create. A larger wake.
1: Okay, so that that explains it. I can see how it works. Being heavier makes it a, a better wake uh, wake boat. Sure. So yeah. That's, so
4: that's a uh, overall length on that boat is twenty five feet. It's an eight and a half foot beam. Wow. It's got a two foot three inch draft uh, ballast. It will take two thousand two hundred and fifty pounds of ballast. It will seat eleven people or fifteen hundred pounds. The battery size is 124 kWh, um, and the charge time, recharge time, is four hours, or if you use the supercharger, 1.5 hours.
1: Okay, but what we really want to know is how much this thing's going to cost us, and we'll find out next on The World of Boating. Stay close.
0: You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network.
4: Excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way.
0: All right.
4: See that boat
1: over there? Yeah. I think is we're gonna that all right? sail on it today? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. This is the world of boating. Of course, The Bachelor uh, launched again this week with a new bachelor and thirty beautiful ladies vying for his attention. Uh, there's a pilot. In the mix of the ladies uh, vying for the bachelor's, uh, you know, uh, attention, and and who knows might be, uh, you know, there might be a marriage hookup at the end. But but they haven't had any boating things just yet in the in the debut. And you know, I, I share this so you don't have to watch it. But thank you. Uh, but 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 it is a thing. They always work boats into like you know the mystery dates and things with the bachelor and all the ladies and stuff, and it's. You know, and I think if you would have a bachelor or, and one of the ladies who was into boating or fishing, something that maybe he identifies with as well, it's going to help her in the whole hookup scheme of things when it comes to the bachelor. Are you with me on this, Patrick, or what?
4: Uh, absolutely not right <laughs> so thank you what yeah. is there's something seriously wrong with you
1: what are you talking about it's uh i'm just trying to bring two people together and one of the they, ways to do that when you had you your heart
4: when you had your heart replacement did they like put in a heart from a female no like, where i have a, i have your, a heart
1: though patrick which no, is what differentiates us sometimes <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, okay. you don't watch You don't listen to Scuba Radio.
1: He had a monkey heart installed. Yes. Don't irritate me, or I'll throw my poo at you. Uh, moving right, on. You All uh, right. So, there's, the, uh, things the boat that, of the the yeah. boat of the
4: year. How much? Uh, so, well, Barry, you remember how much the boats were that we were that we thought we're going to win? Yeah. uh How much? I don't remember off top my head. <laughs> I had to look it up again. It was it was around three hundred, was it not?
3: Something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So
4: any idea what the electric wakeboard boat goes uh, it's for? Got to, it's
3: got it's gotta cost more, especially with the motor and the technology. So four hundred and twenty thousand.
1: I'll go half a mil
3: even.
4: Um starting price two hundred and ninety two thousand seven hundred and eleven
3: dollars. Wow. It's, it's almost affordable in the uh, world of boating uh, checkbook.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it, it typically would what have a, an outboard or two. And if you took that price off and replaced it with the batteries and stuff, I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, Greg, because
4: know. wakeboard boats and wake sports boats use outboard engines. Well, well I don't know. I mean, you tell
1: you me. Just go. They do not. Okay. Well, uh, you don't have an that. engine, right? You, know, you No, don't. but you, you have
3: an electric motor, but yeah, you don't have an inboard engine. Less
1: moving parts and things. But I, mean, I assume maybe that offsets the price or or what, Patrick? You tell us.
4: I think it's where they're at. Really, is paying for the technology uh, that they had to develop, uh, create to to create this, to put this boat into production, and of course, with those type of product, as Barry pointed out, the cost of the batteries is really what kind of uh, gets you. And that's going to be something that until that price comes down, as more versions of electric boats come in to the marketplace, as I believe is going to happen, especially with uh, uh, power banks replacing generators, there's got to be a, a an inflection point, if you will, as far as price before people find it. Okay, it's going to be worth it to invest in this and not have a gas-powered or a diesel-powered generator. Um, but right now, still, the price is you You weigh the costs and you're like, eh, I'll take on the the maintenance aspect of a gas or diesel generator because it's about seven thousand dollars less or ten thousand dollars less than these power bank uh inverter systems
3: I, I have a question though. did you see this story about the guy who blew up his Tesla because it was gonna cost twenty two thousand or so to replace the batteries right? yeah, 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 so I'm just yeah. I think that's where the uh biggest thing's gonna be is how long will these batteries well, what's the guarantee on these things well I don't know. It, well
1: I mean it, it depends manufacturer manufacturer, but on this case I mean what is the comparable gas powered price of this vessel gonna be if it's two eighty for the electric? what would a comparable gas powered version? Because you said they're doing that too do we know Patrick or no
4: uh I would have to do a little bit of research on that for yeah. you it's gonna it's gonna be less i'd probably you're probably looking at uh twenty to $30,000 off of that stated price for the gas version just because it's a it's a petrol burning engine. Um, The technology is it's already paid for itself. Um, They're mass produced, easy to produce. Um, And it's it's like I said, you got to get to a point where you get enough of them out there. You get that cost of the technology, the cost of those parts, down, if at all possible, to where it's really going to make economic sense for people to start moving in this direction. Same thing that happened with electric cars. I mean, it's it's you you look at what you're using it for, and does this make sense for my style of boating?
1: True. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, as we see, there's a a mad rush to electric vehicles uh, right now that's insane. It's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next year or two. But that's the way it's going. But they got all these government incentives, too. I don't know. Does any of that apply to an electric boat yet? It doesn't. Uh, that's not, what...
4: not that I'm aware of. They haven't passed no. on any of that to electric boats. But there are more and more marinas are starting to look at converting over uh, to have charging stations for electric boats. And you're probably going to see, um, as ha- has been the case over in Europe uh, specifically, where, You'll probably find more and more inland bodies of water where they're just going to eventually ban gas powered or diesel powered boats, and it's going to be either wind or electric.
3: Well, it'll clean up the water in those environments. Exactly. Areas, right. You'll have uh, better water to swim in. But I think it's going to be a big money maker for people that put the charging systems in. Uh, they already have electric at most marinas, it's just a matter of changing out
4: certain parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the companies I've invested in. Okay. Ah, there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you uh, during the break. They're, they're doing pretty well. Um okay. anyway, in other news. Uh, Greg, are you familiar with the CES show?
1: Of course, yes. That was happening uh this week.
4: Uh Vegas, that, that, or last That is week,
1: correct. I mean, yeah. What about so, it? So um Consumer Electronic Show, right. Yeah, the,
4: for the 2022 Consumer Electronics Show, the Innovation Award honoree in the vehicle and transportation category was the same product that I said was the top story for last year, which is the Mercruiser or Mercury Marine V twelve six hundred horsepower Verado, hmm.
1: and that was why. What makes it so electronic Because it's awesome. Is it like well, you can operate it with your iPhone or something? No, <laughs> it's a V
4: twelve man. It's a big, big engine. Okay. Uh, delivers exceptional fuel economy, yeah. reduces carbon dioxide emissions. Um, you know, it's got the world's it, it's the world's first V twelve outboard, the industry's first integrated automatic transmission, which optimizes engine performance and fuel economy for both acceleration and cruise, mm-hmm. advanced, advanced hydrodynamic contra rotating dual propellers, otherwise known as Volvo Penta's dual prop. Um, but for Merc Cruiser it would be twin prop Uh, because I can't say dual prop, Um, the industry's first steerable gear case on an outboard, which, as we talked about, the the upper power head stays in a fixed position (laughs) and the gear case below turns. Well, that's
1: all (laughs) fine and dandy, but does it change colors from, like, black to white with a, uh, press of a button like that BMW car that made its debut. He, he's, at CES. he's easily, um, I abused. mean, that's uh, the G stuff is what you t- typically see at CES. That's why I was thinking, like, well, does it? Can you operate it with your iPhone, or uh, does it have its own app or something? Which I bet it does. Actually,
4: doesn't it? Here, here, here's a story that is really up your your alley, Greg. I think this is this is probably going to be more your speed.
1: It, it's up my something is what you're saying. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, do you remember Bodie McBoatface? Yes,
1: I do. Oh yeah. The the okay. Coast Guard's um little cartoon character boat guy. Yeah. No, incorrect. Well, um, it is. Is their mascot. Right? Bodie no. McBoatface. No. No, That's, That's why, why it I was thought the na- Coast Guard guy. The- no, they no. the
4: name a boat. They were naming a boat. They were, oh. they were naming a, a boat. I think it was a, a contest over in uh the UK. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So they they named this boat um, Bodie McBoatface, and guess where it's on its way to? Miami Boat Show? No. Uh, Maritime Hall of Fame. Hmm? No. (laughs) Uh, Stateside
1: is coming uh, to the USA.
4: It is on its way to the Doomsday Glacier.
1: What? The what? What? I don't know what that is, Patrick. Please uh, fill in the rest of the class
4: uh the truly useful uh submersible, marred by its stupid internet chosen moniker, is <laughs> heading to the Thwaites glacier, otherwise known as the doomsday glacier
3: uh, that 's the glacier that calved off that uh is calving
4: yeah it's uh so this is actually the uh the r r s Sir David Attenborough lead research submersible submersible, which is Bodie mcBoatface mm. um is heading to the Thwaites Glacier, uh, whose potentially imminent collapse could signal literal and figurative sea changes for our ongoing climate crisis.
1: Okay, so Bodie McBoatface is going to monitor the state of the environment for us there at that glacier and let us know when That's we're all right. going to die.
4: Going uh, no, <laughs> doomsday. It's, just, it's like a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm 20
3: miles inland. Sooner or later, I'm going to have beachfront property. Yeah,
1: I don't know what I was thinking. The Coast Guard's mascot, Mister Bodie, or something, he, you know, he rides around at all the boat shows and talks to all the kiddies and people like me.
0: You are listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Welcome aboard. I will be your captain. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go.
1: This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew. Uh, I see some activity there at the marina uh, in Sanford where Mike the Mariner has been watching the fishing tournament. It looks like uh, he's just watching the docks uh, and, and the uh, fishing guys coming in. And I, I see no, um, you know, no rough uh, situations. These guys are all pros. They've done it a million times. So yeah. you're not seeing a lot yeah, of. I've seen some really smooth entrances yeah, and exits really, right? yeah
2: you think i've seen a lot of good boat handling today okay yeah. well there
1: you go For so sure. which is kind of boring <laughs> you know it's like it's like <laughs> going to a nascar race and there's no wrecks so yeah, but, they you know, just
3: turn left every hundred yards right? yeah exactly all right
1: well uh yeah so we got the lowdown on Bodie mcboatface yeah and, and uh, more
4: more news out of the ces show okay what um, else Seattle-based Pure Watercraft, out them uh, November, where GM uh, acquired, I believe it was a 25% stake uh, Mm. in the company, which uh, was basically $150 $150 million um, is what they put into it, which raised uh, Pure Watercraft's valuation to $600 million. Okay. So... At the CES show, they unveiled their all-electric pontoon boat, um, which is a product of that collaboration with GM. Hmm.
3: Wow.
4: So Pure Watercraft is, although it sounds like a startup, it was founded 11 years ago. Um, It's been working on electric propulsion motorboats with the goal of disrupting the industry with its electric outboard motors. Um, And the 24-foot, 7-inch pontoon boat, has a top speed of anyone, anyone? Uh,
1: 18 knots. Uh, I'm going to go 55 miles per hour.
4: 23 miles per hour. Oh,
1: Okay. I was How many off.
4: knots is that?
1: You should know this, Mr. Accountant.
4: No. no. What? And,
3: I don't do metric to American. Well, well, what? A, knot,
1: a, knot is, a
3: knot
2: is 1.151 miles per hour. Oh, okay, so I'm probably close.
1: Yeah, you're probably uh, he's not prepared to do the math, though, on the fly. So
4: <laughs> this this boat will carry up to 10 people and can be powered by a single or twin pure outboard motor with the GM battery pack. The GM battery pack is 66 KWH prices start at what for the single outboard?
1: Greg, mm, I'm going to go. Let's see. I'm going to go 75. Jeez,
3: Barry. Uh, 18 knots is about 25 go,
4: miles an hour. Go lower. Go lower. Go lower on
1: price. Oh, oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I would say uh uh 15. uh Whatever he said, less by 10,000.
1: <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna change. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go 29.99. Your... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> just under three thirty thousand. That's what Mike. I'm go you with. gotta guess. He's no, like for, thinking 45,000. I'm gonna say, say 40,000.
2: Oh, 45. Okay. All right, but you
4: still got a shot at the twin outboard. So the twin outboard version, you know, the single outboard goes for 45000 How much for the twin outboard? Sixty. Bing, bing, right on the money, Barry the Boater.
1: Mm-hmm, about that? Okay.
4: Now, pontoon boating represents about 20% of U.S. recreation boating market and is growing 20% annually. So uh, Pure Watercraft is after a portion of that and really kind of targeting uh minnesota missouri nevada and arizona
1: okay why have
4: all those large lakes
1: why not florida and california we got a lot of lakes and stuff too
4: because floridian boaters want to burn gas baby okay
3: you don't see that that i don't see it down here i don't i see some on the intercoastal i see some along the uh the sandbars there but not many and i'm surprised that there aren't more because you well, have Biscayne Bay
1: is it because of uh like local state incentives in those states that are you know like pushing for that and giving more incentives to get no uh, i, th- I think because dem-
4: demographics show that there are more pontoon boats sold in those states than anywhere else in the US okay because those those areas like Havasu... Uh, things like that, where people go out on pontoon boats quite often. It's a, it's a big platform to bring a lot of people and gear and, and refreshments. And that's what they look at doing. And if I'm a boat rental, um, company, I'm probably looking at in buying these over gas power because on the maintenance end, my maintenance cost should be less.
1: Mm-hmm. And they'd only be able to go so far before, uh. You know, uh, you know, when they uh, conked out, you could probably keep them in check uh, or keep well, them closer <laughs> to if, the home if, port.
4: If, if they have it tied in with GPS and with their, their apps, based on the distance that they travel, knowing how much battery power is left, the boat would automatically not allow you to go any further. That's yeah. a smart idea. Like a drone. And,
1: Return home. And
4: would turn yeah. itself around and head back.
3: Artificial intelligence. I shall not listen to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're heading back to the dock,
4: Hal. Hal, Hal. Uh,
3: I don't understand GM though because they had the EV one and they kind of dumped it. They had the Chevy Volt and they kind of dumped it. No, they 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 didn't shut.
1: Well, hold on. They did not. They did not uh, dump the Volt. It had, the, they had a major problem with it. The and Volt they, was a great car. I drove
3: that
2: for, uh, at, yeah, a, at the, the auto major, show. Yeah, but they had a major,
1: time. major recall problem with that
2: uh, Real issues yes. like catching yes. on fire, burning yes. houses down. Well, Tesla
1: exactly.
4: does that, too. Well, oh, this difference? is way
1: different, Barry. They had a major... Teslas
4: tend to be when they crash. Oh, Okay. Yeah,
1: and yeah. then when you got to replace but if you're not the batteries, by
4: hitting the telephone, well, you blow them up. Then, the yeah, fire. yeah, it's cheaper <laughs> just
1: to go turn them into a YouTube spectacle.
3: YouTube, yeah. yeah.
1: And pay for the battery <laughs> replacement. Evidently, I don't. Know. It's a thing, but we'll see. You know, growing pains. I got to get through this, and it'll. Translate uh, into the boating world, possibly. So All that's...
4: I can say, Greg, is 2022 is shaping up to be electrifying. No, that's didn't. right. Oh, okay. No, that's so bad.
1: And on that really bad uh, pun, or whatever the hell it was. We'll wrap it up. Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, like is, is better
0: as a motor. <laughs> a bus